0: Sam's living to you from Old Heart Radio. That's what? It's not just me. I feel like... It was this this weird thing that Zoom started doing. They wanted to let you know. Oh, oh let's just
1: there it dive is. right in! You know, Hello, you know that is the best way to <laughs> enter into any anything like this.
0: I really think so. I think you just gotta, you just gotta just go for it. You gotta, you know, make some noise. Just make sure you're, you're there.
1: Amen to that.
0: <laughs> just gotta, just gotta go for it. Oh man. Just it's, l- launch straight into it. It's been a little, it's been a little bit, I'd yeah. say since, uh, we recorded the 77. Yep. Uh, a couple of weeks at least. And we've officially, uh, you know, we've wrapped up... Uh, we, well, we saw The Fast and Furious that there we week, go. so there's that. We, uh, was Loki a... just wrapped up, so that's a, that's big. I've seen the end of it. Jared hasn't. I have not, so shut up, hot dogs. Shut up, please. Uh, <laughs> shut up, please. <laughs> and uh, what else we got, man? We got movies creeping up as the summer yeah. kind of goes on.
1: Yeah, we're going to talk Black Widow this episode yeah,
0: yeah. towards the end. Uh, You know, it's just... I don't know. It's just a weird hodgepodge time. Like, I know. There's, there's like... Th- weird award nominations. Yeah, there's weird. There's weird stuff going on, and like award award season, especially like what's Emmy right over, now, right? Like right? It's it's like who who fucking cares? I've never felt like super compelled. No, you know, I think maybe like once or twice, like back in the day, I was like, yo, girl, I'm gonna watch the Oscars. and yeah, then I like, know. you get like a little bit into it, and you're like, this is fucking stupid. Like, you I don't, know, um, I don't care my, for the pageantry.
1: One of my favorite YouTubers, a guy named uh, Eddie Burback. He, and I actually think you would really like him he uh Eddie Eddie Burback. check us out plug us li- I
0: know you're listening he um
1: <laughs> he does sort of like commentary videos okay. he uh, oh, yeah. like choose a subject and talk about it nice. he did one on award shows and I totally agree with him it's like the pretentiousness and the pageantry of it just sucks yeah but yeah. then he was like there's one pure award show was that and that is the Kids Choice Awards <laughs> as hosted by Jack black in the early 2000s. Fair, man, fair. And it's like, it's because the pageantry is gone. It's just it's joy. It's the celebrities are having a good time. It's just joy. It is truly the people chose.
0: Yeah. And the, the fuckers got slimed. Fair enough, man. And they got slimed, yeah. You know, I was, I was watching, uh, not that long ago, I watched this documentary called The Orange Years, which was about how Nickelodeon got started. Interesting. And, yeah, it was a really awesome documentary. And for somebody who grew up with Nickelodeon, yeah. as that was all happening, like, it was really fucking, like, Nickelodeon, I know, like, you know, I was one of those kids that definitely was uh, raised a little bit on TV. I'd say same here. And I think I leaned a bit more into Cartoon Network though when I was a kid. Yeah, Cartoon Network. Like for me, it was like Nickelodeon was was like what was really starting to pop off, and and Cartoon Network kind of uh, sort of like kind of came. F- I don't know if this is exactly right, but f- and from my perspective, then it sort of came from nickelodeon and yeah early, where it was like nickelodeon was doing all these weird shows and stuff like that and they saw it, and people were taking notice and so cartoon network at the time was mostly just syndicating and rerunning uh looney tunes and Hanna Barbera yeah. cartoons and which was awesome honestly because yeah. that's how i got exposed to a lot of those older, yeah. older cartoons uh but then they started like doing what was like, the network did? that did boomerang was that Nickelodeon? No, the Boomerang, Boomerang was Cartoon Network. Yeah, that's why I yeah, thought yeah, that yeah, was. They, yeah. they spun that off after they started making their own originals. Yeah, exactly. So like, so Cartoon Network did uh, great. Cartoon. Cartoon, Cartoon, yeah, which was like this, like this, like show which featured segments of yeah. cartoons, and and that's where shows like Dexter's Laboratory, Cow and Chicken, yeah. Powerpuff Girls, Courage of Johnny Dog. Bravo, Car- Courage, like all those shows kind of got their start yep. through that ne- that show and then that this branched is, off into like its own fucking thing. This
1: is where me me and Jared, you can see our our decade difference in years here because I yeah. don't know what you're talking about there. I know all the shows you reference yeah. because I grew up with them. Yeah. But like my shit on Cartoon Network is like Ben
0: 10. Yeah, yeah. No, totally, totally. It, once I, it's because like, like, you know, I saw cartoon network getting like growing yeah a- actively and um by the time like you know like shows like ben 10 started popping around yeah. like they were like pretty solid in their operation at that yeah way. they so had they, like they were like an established they, they'd isolate you know?
1: themselves from they they were not really uh they were they'd actually turned into a competitor of nickelodeon definitely yeah definitely
0: um nickelodeon like that was like the thing like nick, was nick- cartoon network did a bunch of fucking anime Oh, dude, Cartoon Network, when they started getting into anime, let's not even fucking talk about Toonami. Toonami <laughs> was the fucking shit. Me and my brothers would, like, every goddamn day, we would, like, wait for Toonami to drop yeah. because that's when you saw Dragon Ball Z. That's when you saw oh, yeah. Yu Yu Hakusho. You you know, like, all these fucking awesome shows. You know, There's just one I can't remember. It was about these, like, like I don't know. They were, like, they would basically, like, summon the samurai armor, but it was kind of like, sci- oh. like a sci-fi tech show. Interesting. Uh, but I'm like, trying yeah, to remember what you're talking about. They had, I mean, I, I think probably I, I just called Ronin well, or something like what that. Was it? I there think. was one
1: that was called, like, Code Lyoko or something like
0: that. Oh, man. I, I Do you know what I'm talking I, about? I, I kind of. I I'm, have, I, I, I It's like deja vu, right? It, but, like, it's. Yeah, dude. There's I, so I remember, much stuff got started. Like, I remember there, fucking
1: man. Cartoon Network was my shit. Because, like, as a kid, when I was really young, I
0: would watch Ed and Eddie. Oh, dude, Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Courage the Cowardly Dog freaked me out. Courage was courage. The Cowardly Dog was fucking weird. Ed, <laughs> Ed, and Eddie was fuck, like had this like sort of creepy vibe to it. Yeah. In this way, where it's like, and, and have you like ever read some of those fan stories? Like, oh, where the,
1: know, it's all the kids are dead. Yeah, type yeah, shit? yeah. Like, and it kind
0: yeah. of works out, and you're just like, God damn, that's fucking weird, man. And then you Theory start shit. thinking about it in that light, and you're like, Ugh, I can't get it out of my head. Yeah. Uh, and then,
1: yeah, man. man, yeah, there's that, and then. Yeah, I watched all the fucking anime. I'd watch fucking Dragon yeah. Ball. Oh yeah. I'd watch. I'd watch uh, Code Lyoko. I'd watch the Pokemon was on Cartoon Network. Oh yeah, yeah. And then, but then I'd go to Nickelodeon as a kid. I'd watch SpongeBob. And I'd watch that fucking incredible early two thousands Ninja Turtle show.
0: Oh yeah, the two thousand like two thousand two when it started yeah. or something like that. Fuck that was, yes. Aside from the, I am a huge goddamn Ninja Turtles fan, and aside yeah. from,
1: that's the best shit.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, if, if I have to put, like, any, like, the, the, the works that I enjoy, it'd probably go, like, live-action TMNT. Yeah. Oh, God, it's so hard. Like, I honestly, I love the original 80s series, but, like, like some of the fun action and stuff that was had in that early 2000s series was really, really awesome. Oh, yeah. Because it was, like, equally, like, you had some fun moments, yep. but you actually had some, like, really kind of serious, like, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, yeah. butt, kind of like storylines, and that was really I know. cool. And there was some weird shit in it too. Oh, dude, they did. They they went well. They went deep with that man, like because you like, people always forget, like Turtles, like and the, the turtles end up dealing with like intergalactic aliens, like yeah. they they end up like, dealing with like the fucking Triceratons from a different universe and shit like that, you know. You know, I remember like, what yeah. there was
1: one there was one series before I sort of fell off of uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles mm-hmm. where it went a bit too far, and there was one. There's one, like, string of seasons where they, like, got shot to the future or something.
0: Yeah, I remember that.
1: And everybody knew who they were. And they were, like, (laughs) celebrities? Yeah. And...
0: Yeah. It, was, it was weird it was it was just it was the show was interesting that, that the story was was interesting but was I remember
1: like, it was interesting and then they like event but then like the series continued and they went back in time but yeah. then they were like going into cyberspace type shit yeah it, and it, I fell off
0: from there yeah and I think that's kind of like unfortunately I feel like that's kind of similar to what happened to like the 80s series where it was like got a bit too big for itself yeah yeah they jumped the shark they you know they, the they, shark. they they went too big and like next thing you knew like every, like it was i don't know like you had to stretch your imagination too far to like really yeah. get into the stories yeah, and, and like, these fucking turtles yeah these damn turtles they just need to be turtle soup already i'm over this <laughs> <laughs> these <laughs> but, turtles yeah, eating pizza but they i didn't. love i love teenage mutant so and like Uh, that's why it was so disappointing to see like that. They tried to revitalize that live action shit with Michael Bay. And it was Oh my God. It looked like garbage from the get go. And then they just shoved out another one. So Alan,
1: and supposedly the second one actually isn't bad. The second one,
0: the second one's not, not any better than the first one. Really? Yeah. Like, so I I watched it with the same horror, horror as like, I watched like one of the Wolverine origins movies. What What was it? There's,
1: um, Oh, not, you're going to think it's fucking Snape, but there's a dude named like, Alan Rickson or something like that. Uh, you know who I'm talking about? It's like uncanny how close his name is.
0: Is he like the guy? Is he like the guy that's always like a a background? Character? Yeah, he's he like played a side Aquaman character. in Smallville. Oh
1: shit. Um, and he's Was been he, in
0: like a ton of. He's like been in a ton of shit, but never been a leading man. This this is this is uh, the, what would be the defining. Is he in the Dark Knight? Maybe because he because in the Dark Knight there's like the bank teller or the guy that owns the runs the bank with that the joke that the joker robs. No, it's not that guy. Not that guy. No. That guy's like okay. That's the guy I'm picturing for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> because that's another guy. That's another like like character like small character actor who's just done so many Alan fucking Alan Richson. Richson, not written, not show me a picture. Show me this picture guy, this guy.
1: Um I actually think he's in Titans now.
0: Oh, yeah, that guy. That guy he is. He's in Titans. He plays he, he plays Hawk in, in so Titans. So he
1: he voiced Raphael
0: Oh, that makes for sense. For those animated yeah, yeah, yeah. films. Okay, right. And he
1: did an interview talking about how much of a nightmare it was. Oh,
0: I did see that actually. Yeah. yeah. He it sounded like it was like it was
1: Like he he got yeah. he didn't even get invited to like the red carpet.
0: Exactly. Like it was like kind of like he got snubbed. The yeah. characters themselves are really popular. But, but the people that brought them to life were just yeah, like kind of
1: Megan Fox and Arrow got to be the fucking leading men. Yeah, no one all gives those, a shit. The, to be frank, hey, to be Chris frank, Evans thought... was the best Casey Jones. <laughs> two thousand two, man.
0: Was he really?
1: Yeah. And then when they did that, like, an, like 3D animation film, like yeah, TMNT, in, yeah. yeah. like, 2006, he also voiced Casey Jones.
0: Oh, shit, I never realized that. It's yes, Chris Evans. I don't know. I mean, like, I didn't mind uh, Stephen Amell being cast as Casey Jones. But I it just... was a
1: whole lot of, it wasn't a whole lot of nothing. Well,
0: yeah, and it was just I watched like, it was that like movie the, at some point, but it's almost completely gone. Like, like it was like the role was his uh, because he could do the stunts, you know, or something like the basic-ass stunts that they were having Casey Jones. On rollerblades. And so it was like, yeah, and so it was like. I guess that makes sense. And that's, no. that was, like, Amel's, like, appeal when he got the arrow roll, I think, was, like, yeah, was like he was, like, you know, kind of, like... Practicality. Yeah. You can do some parkour and shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the CW don't have that stump budget. God, no, dude. The CW... Like, the CW just takes things and, like, they... they honestly, they most of the time, they, they start off in an alright place. And then it's just, like... For some reason, they just go so far down like the relationship rabbit hole with these characters yeah. that it just fucking... It just fucks up the whole thing. Yeah. Like, it's the whole... Like, you need to know when to stop. Absolutely. And... Like, the first season of Arrow had a really good uh, sort of tone bitch. to it. And that kind of carried into the second season. It got less in the third. And then eventually, it was just like, you know... It, it, it was just... Just fucking hot garbage. Yeah, but but it started off in a good place, and same thing with the Flash. show The Grant Gustin, the guy that plays the Flash, yeah. is a shockingly good Barry out. Yeah, but that show
1: got a lot of love initially, but now it's on like season seven, yeah. and all I hear is terrible things. Yeah,
0: because because again, they went into that that like, that rabbit hole where it's like they started off with this sort of like fun comic booky uh show, which yeah. was like had some you know good comedic like moments. And then they just made it like way too heavy into the relationship drama. Yep. They started regurgitating storylines. Yep. Like, and it just became classic CW bullshit. Yeah, it just became <laughs> f- meaningless
1: fluff on an yeah. annual
0: basis. It and that sucks. Like that sucks.
1: Speaking I, speaking of franchises that need to know when to stop, potentially. Well, potentially. This might just
0: be kicking it off.
1: This, it might have stopped, but this might be the fucking, uh, the uh, the the fucking shock that yeah. brings it back to life. The
0: Suicide Squad, man! Oh,
1: what a hard and just gratuitous segue that was.
0: <laughs> the Suicide Squad, like we've we've talked about it before. This this movie, it looks like it's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, and and they've really started painting the picture of what the movie might like have yeah. in terms of like the storyline, uh, which doesn't make it any less appealing so far. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes when trailers start dropping and they start giving away way too much, it takes away like the mystique of the movie. You know, I still, still we're
1: still up. not getting much from the trailers that we we see though. You
0: still, yeah. The only thing you really know is that Starro is probably the big bad, is being yeah. controlled by somebody, and like the Suicide Squad has to deal with that. Yep. <laughs> and like that, cool that, with it. Yeah, that that totally seems fine. Like, like I 100 percent want to see that basic ass movie if that's all. it yeah. is. But you know, there's more to it because James Gunn is involved in. yeah so you know he's putting he's you know, a lot into this
1: before before we we're gonna watch uh, a recent trailer they're putting out like a trailer every fucking three hours it feels like yeah but if, if yeah. before we watch this they did announce that peacekeeper finished shooting oh sweet. less than a year after it was pitched it's done shooting Wow, they Which really pushed that. Which a crazy turnaround.
0: They really pushed that through, man. I know that's, that's nuts. I wonder that, we, that shows that they have to. Have, they have faith in this project. Yeah, they do. You know what I mean.
1: Here's here's my thing though. DC is just not. I'm still torn on if they're gonna get it right because we constantly see them interfering with stuff that would work. Yeah. And that, it's that's true. Or, or, <laughs> it's so fucking true. And I have faith in James Gunn but if he was ever not in the editing room i immediately feel a bit unsure about it yeah. because we have to remember the suicide squad like or suicide squad 1 mm. trailers looked really fucking good yeah it looked yeah. like a good movie from the trailers i was so excited and i went and i watched it and i was so fucking disappointed
0: yeah and that i mean that's been pretty consistent right like from man of steel forward like trailers have always looked really really solid yeah and very rarely have they matched the movie yeah exactly you know shazam might be the only example shazam Shazam. aquaman maybe aquaman was exactly what i expected from watching the trailers yeah i don't know if i if i personally would watch it again yeah but like i will go i will see aquaman 2 when it hits hbo (laughs) yeah exactly and
1: i mean like um i feel like dc Hopefully, like other than Shazam and the first Wonder Woman, and mm-hmm. the goodwill I had for the first Wonder Woman was blown because of eighty four. Yeah, eighty four eight, yeah, ruined it. man. Eighty four ruined Wonder Woman for me, and if they make another one, it's gonna have to be really good to give me faith in Patty Jenkins again. Yeah, and just DC in general. Yeah, well, but Aunt she's
0: Gal Gadot is like right on the verge of being fucking. She's 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 the next she's the next victim of cancel culture. I swear to God. <laughs> yeah, and I mean not necessarily in an unjust way, but you know. She, who knows she might be up there <laughs> the so, um i'm but, looking forward to that that series ending
1: yeah i mean it's one of those things of like will dc if they keep fucking with their shit they're just gonna lose goodwill it yeah. makes you really i really like shazam mm-hmm. aquaman is exactly what you expect totally but those like there's sequels of both those
0: coming out and they could both potentially suck yeah, like I and mean I mean the, I those movies were fairly flat to begin with. I, we're and, gonna, we're going to talk about Black Widow for sure. But yeah. Yeah, this I, isn't just about DC, folks. This, yeah, we're
1: going to talk about we're gonna talk <laughs> we've we both watched Black Widow. We're going to talk about that. Mm-hmm. But going into a Marvel film, I at least expect pure like average yeah. 6 to 7 out of 10 at worst, you know? Going to a DC film, I genuinely think this might suck.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's it's Yeah, at least with Marvel films, like your baseline is that you'll be entertained. Exactly. You know what I mean? The Uh, the
1: worst Marvel movies are still pretty entertaining.
0: But with DC, you're 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 absolutely right. Where it's like you just you walk into the theater with this like this vibe of like, I'm either gonna fucking hate this movie and be bored, or it might be entertaining. You know, (laughs) it's like how um, it's a really bad bar to set. Batman
1: vs Superman has zero moments of levity, and in my opinion, barely a reason to exist um beyond it presents interesting ideas but it doesn't do anything with it yeah at least in thor the dark world there's it's fucking funny and there's moments of levity definitely and like like thor putting his the hammer on a coat hanger yeah it's a yeah. funny bit or him or all the like teleporting
0: madness it's fun but yeah they they dc just didn't match it because
1: there's just it's just a lesser quality even at worst yeah
0: so, you know and, and they keep like doing weird things like you know like somehow it just doesn't keep it doesn't seem to be working out like the actors that they that you get really excited about end up hating the roles that they're in yeah and you know i don't know if that's like pressure uh because of the roles or if it's pressure because st- like the studios are trying to like you know like them well it's like you know like chris evans was like the i like he chris he evans was a- captain america chris you know evans I mean? appeared as captain america for six years straight robert pattinson doesn't want to be batman Exactly, of that movie, you know, and, that, and but and he always will be. He will, but actually, I just read, dude. I was just reading some things like uh, that. Robert Pattinson was kind of like leaving, like sort of hinting at the fact that he doesn't want to work with Matt Reeves ever again. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I know. I was like, I was like, that didn't make me feel very good about the movie coming up. I was like, damn it, dude. Hey, it could
1: be, it could be like a Kubrick situation.
0: <laughs> yeah, fair. Where
1: Kubrick yeah. made great movies, but he fucking tortured the people hey, he man, worked with.
0: Vin Diesel pushed The Rock to be a better actor. Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> Let's watch Suicide yeah, Squad la- trailer. Speaking of that, we're going to dive into the Suicide Squad trailer. Yeah, I was. we found this, this... uh this King Shark? Yeah, there's, there's like some like... It looks like they're maybe doing like character trailers. Who knows? And so they dropped the King Shark one, which King Shark just seems like it's going to be a fun character in the movie. Yeah. Um, I like
1: that they got Stallone.
0: Yeah, exactly. Although Stallone... Is it fucking loading? I heard... Oh, there we go. Stallone just recently released this like video that people huh? are like saying... are claiming has... uh Shows him like lifting fake weights... Ha. i was like damn dude that's hard i mean it's, i'm not like the stallone you know for what it's worth
1: it's we got an ad running here
0: for what what the oh fuck? you have a doubt. for what it's worth stallone is a ripped old man <laughs> like you know what i mean like yeah i'm not gonna be the guy that goes up to him and be like yeah this one video you were faking like your fucking weights weren't you the asshole fuck?
1: we're getting no audio
0: what the hell what the fuck was well, this is strange very strange
1: well technical difficulties technical difficulties yeah, Matinee
0: edition about. old
1: heart radio we're watching a trailer right now it has subtitles and it's filmed vertically
0: yeah i don't know man
1: the fuck is happening i don't know is it plugged into something it's legitimately
0: not like even acknowledging the fact that the volume buttons work on my computer son, son of a bitch <laughs> all right well we'll watch it some other time we'll watch it some other time the
1: suicide squad looks good is what we're trying to say but i am still reluctant to give it a clean bill of health before i see it
0: yeah you know i'm i'm i, I think it's going to be an entertaining movie i yeah. just don't I don't – I'm not going to, like, get roped into caring about, like, the franchise yet or, exactly. like, the characters not, that are involved, you know. It's just not there yet. No, the, it's, um, it's it's not. And that's kind of, like, the the thing. It's, like, I don't want to dive into that anymore with DC. You know? Yeah. Even with characters I know and are iconic, like, I still don't want to – Yeah. Really, just, like, give them the benefit of the doubt with my attention anymore, <laughs> which seems strange.
1: The um, – Yo, know, I think it's interesting the um. Just how quickly that sort of apathy set in, you know? Yeah, it's it's incredible that we've just begun to stop fucking caring about DC already.
0: Well, well and that's that's the thing, man. It's like to me, you know, no hate on Marvel. Uh, oh, we ca- got it. Characters or anything? It's just it's just that like i've always been more attached to dc characters yeah and so to me it's a really big deal that they that just can't make it work they've like broken my trust i know as a as a fan as somebody who's you know spent you know a nerdy nerding amounts of time writing like writing about like like reading about you yeah. know it's just like, Did- it, like it does suck digesting it just, that content yeah yeah i mean you know uh I don't know. It just, it just doesn't make sense like how they could keep doing the same, like they, it's, they, they, keep, they're, they're they keep making the same They're making the same mistakes. way. It's like, you know, beating your head against the wall over yeah. and over and over. So hopefully but this changes the speaking tide. Speaking of beating your head against the wall, we finally have, have the on. volume situation figured out.
1: Okay, folks. If you go onto YouTube and search The Suicide Squad King Shark Trailer 2021 and it's on the Kino Check international YouTube channel, we are going to play right now in three Two one oh, yeah. graphic logo. Hello. What the fuck? Shark week. Yes, that is your hand. Very good. I love this. <sighs> I love the fucking dubstep an playing. Ancient shark god.
0: yeah you know what the fuck exactly short but sweet really yeah i just kind of went into like the other trailer i suppose yeah
1: let's let's watch it i don't think i watched this
0: trailer but you know you know one of the things i find very interesting about cena's peacekeeper is that he's really like a recent character
1: yeah he's captain america with the toilet bowl on and a really bad attitude I'm fucking weasel.
0: Weasel. <laughs> I, I more than half these people are gonna die, right? I'd imagine so. I'd imagine that like America. There's only a very few people that are gonna make it through. Ratcatcher. Yeah. Polka dot man's probably gonna die.
1: Yeah, Pokemon, Dot uh, Man's probably gonna
0: die. Peacekeeper for sure is gonna make it through. Idris Elbow's character might make it through.
1: I think, I think, I think Bloodsport's gonna make it through. Bloodsport,
0: yeah. Uh, Weasel's probably gonna die. I imagine Peacekeeper's gonna make it through. Yeah. King Shark, might, I hope might might make it through just because of the, com- the comedic value. Harley's gonna make it through. Harley is officially one of their only like long-term Winners. characters. You know yeah. What I mean?
1: Man, I'm down for Captain Boomerang to make it through. I will, there's a lot of hate for Jai Courtney. I feel like it's unjust. Yeah, I mean,
0: oh shit. Mongol. Yeah, you definitely actually see some action in this trailer. Like, Starro! Honestly, a perfect villain. Well, yeah, dude, Starro, like, make, using Starro as the villain is such an interesting like, dynamic. Or, here's the other thing. Hmm. Either he's gonna be the main villain or that's gonna be like one of the earlier on scenes. You know, like yeah. perhaps the Suicide Squad did this at one point. Yeah. You know? But it looks like it's a main part of the movie, honestly. So Yeah, it looks like it might be. Who knows? August sixth, man. That's coming that's coming it's up. Coming that's coming up. up. We'll up. have to watch it. We'll watch it together. I definitely I definitely want to go see that one. That one that one's dropping in theaters too. Yeah, it is.
1: Yeah. Uh we we'll, we'll we'll watch it or something.
0: <laughs> Um, I'd I'd definitely be down to see that one in theaters. So should we get down to, uh, the people we actually like to talk about? Yeah. I mean, I definitely want to talk about black widow. (laughs) Should
1: we, should we throw on the black widow trailer? We might as well. Just, just to,
0: just to get your thoughts out of the way. Pop it in. Pop it in. Yeah. That's, uh, you know, it was first off, it was nice to finally watch it. I will say exactly. It was, there's, uh, so much. Did you, did you say for the post credits? I saw the post credit. Good. Good shit. Uh, which was interesting because it was like' well, see this one yeah we'll just watch that one it was definitely um yeah, actually. sort of what I was like I was one uh, I was expecting something like that in the post credits
1: yeah uh, as was I I didn't expect it to tie as heavily into Disney plus though we're watching business. the trailer right now yeah. You're a science teacher. oh yeah. this is a good trailer like You're very history. good rhythmic trailer it yeah you know overall Or do you like you know,
0: Florence I'd, Pugh? She seems like a fine actress. She was, she was definitely. Uh, I think she hit the notes that they wanted for her. Yeah. In, in order to make her like a long-term character. Definitely. A me. Longer-term character. I'm
1: definitely down with her sticking around.
0: Oh, for sure. Um, and that's what I mean. Like, I think she really provided this kind of extra, sort of like, funny energy. But yeah. like in you know, but she also was a really good like in her
1: she's a good um, performer
0: yeah yeah in her like her uh, fight scenes and stuff like that Or she really like did pull it off yeah. it wasn't like it wasn't like laughing at like a, a com, you know a comedian trying to fight or exactly it, you know was like, she, was, she was witty she was convincing in, bo- in both kinds of ways you exactly know? Um, which I thought was cool David, was Harb- boy. David Harbour was fucking awesome he
1: was the shot in the arm I felt this movie needed when he showed up
0: and uh, how do you feel about Iron uh, Iron Maiden <laughs> Iron Maiden. Yeah, you know, my Rachel Weiss. Yeah, that's uh, her character name. Yeah, yeah, she she was all right. She didn't she, really do much. She was definitely like a lot more blah than I thought was gonna be, like your deadpan uh, type act acting, which was all right. You know, I I definitely like. Yeah, I don't know. There's there's a there, there's a handful of things about this movie that didn't really like line up with my expectation of it, but and in, it, you know like. Uh, Overall, it, it it's, it's definitely uh, a big, fun Marvel movie, though. Exactly. And I mean, that's, that's, you know, like what we were talking about earlier, baseline, if that's all you get from this movie, you still walked away with your money's worth. Exactly. You know? And I
1: never, unlike when I watched Wonder Woman 84, where I wanted to turn it off at multiple points, but yeah. I knew I had to record a podcast about it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, doing w- pod. <laughs> I'm doing this for the pod. I'm doing this <laughs> for the pod. This Black Widow, I enjoyed nearly the entire way through. There were yeah. some slouches, and it was like, "This is funny." Don't slouch. <laughs> I fucking love the like pseudo family dynamic, and they're shooting vodka. The um, but I feel like, let's let's do non spoiler for now. It's so non spoiler Black Widow.
0: Yeah, you know. Um,
1: you go, you, you go. I give it a, a. I feel like it is very liberal to give it a like seven out of ten. You know. It's like a low seven.
0: Yeah. I wouldn't give it, I wouldn't give it like... You could even make an uh, argument for like a six and a half for me. Yeah. I mean, I think seven's a good, a good number. Like, yeah. I, I would agree with you there because it was definitely... But all of... It's all no end game. Exactly. It's no <laughs> endgame. game. It's no <laughs> Infinity
1: War. It's yeah. no Civil
0: War. Yeah. In my opinion, it's no Ant-Man. It's the closest, I mean, like, it, yeah, falls, it, it, it falls, was weird. It was like somewhere in between, like a movie. It it had it had a lot of like Winter Soldier vibes yeah. mixed with sort. Of, I don't know, kind of kind of mixed with like like Ant Man esque type fun, but but yeah, like it, I it see in terms of like character dialogue. But it definitely it definitely like it had trouble, st- like finding its identity in those departments. Exactly. You know what I mean? I think that is an
1: issue with it. Mm-hmm. But then I think the greater issue is the more meta culture around the MCU. Mm. and how this movie came out and at the wrong time so
0: yeah yeah well expand on that
1: so while we uh hey so the biggest fucking spoiler is that black Widow's already dead and we already know she dies yeah and so it makes it made me not get invested in the film there was yeah i was that. most invested with the side characters because i genuinely thought red guardian was gonna die by the end of the
0: film same, same. I mean, like, going into this, I thought I thought that scene with him and Taskmaster squaring up was like, that was it. That was it. Yeah. you know? You're going to see him as, his demise. But, so I
1: was really invested in the side characters, whether that was Yelena, Yelena Belova mm-hmm. or Iron Maiden or Red Guardian, because I was like, I might see these people again, or I might not. Yeah. And, but any moment where Black Widow herself was supposed to be a bit vulnerable or supposed to have some kind of risk, I knew she lived through this, but then died in Endgame. Yeah. so and that ruined the stakes for me. Fair it much. immediately lowered what could have been an incredibly suspenseful like f- spy thriller yeah it, it, it downgraded it, it. Like, yeah that, that's a good point. Uh, I, you know even even if you don't like I think somebody if you're taking somebody through who hasn't seen the MCU mm. and you're watching everything in order and you just exclude the post credit scene in this and show mm. it to him right before infinity war. They will be fucking down with this movie. Fair enough. I genuinely think in a bubble where you're unaware of the further continuity that's been established, this is a better movie.
0: Yeah, I, I yeah, I could agree with that. Like, just, I mean, it, it is kind of like a little bit of a burst because you like you know you do know what happens to your main character exactly. shortly shortly after, and they even lean into this in the in, in the movie, you know, where it's sort of like, you know, general ross is involved in the movie yeah. and you know the the events are like specifically taking place after civil war yep you know um
1: enough that they do this pisses me off they do this solo thing of like here's an item of clothing yeah let's explain where it came from <laughs> so then somebody in a fucking trailer breakdown on youtube can draw a
0: red circle around it with an arrow saying infinity war yeah like exactly it's like they definitely played into that a bit um, but you know, I don't know if that was unexpected. It wasn't from this unexpected, movie, totally, because 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 of the what you know the char- what happened with the character in yeah. Endgame, you know. Me,
1: me and Kate were talking about this, and I will definitely come off more critical than I actually am of it via the podcast because it's easier to point out the things it struggles with. Oh,
0: for sure. I mean, there's definitely things I didn't like about it, like the pacing of the movie. It was, was was really garbage well-paced. because because basically everything you saw trailer wise happened in really quick succession in the first half of the movie which you know i I can respect that
1: but then but it didn't maintain a steady pace yeah
0: but exactly it's it it, because of that it it just sort of it felt like you were cramming a bunch of moments into like one part of the movie and then the rest of the movie was just like the moments that they couldn't that they you know had that were over not, that not were really like, as
1: good trailer cutting material yeah,
0: yeah and so it's just sort of like i don't know it, it did kind of like leave a little weird sort of like taste in my mouth because of yeah that, you know what i mean but
1: you know so let's go we let's go into some hard spoilers here then yeah, yeah. how I mean, do we feel yeah.
0: about taskmaster uh you know a couple of things about that character that they that that, that it, they tweaked uh one was that it was like a ptsd scarred riddled you know like daughter of the guy running the red room
1: who who natasha had ex- had thought she had yeah killed this collateral damage. i thought
0: was a really kind of like a, a cop out for the villain because i thought that gave that gave the villain and black widow an immediate connection that could be like exploited yeah, and they did they did do that, and it didn't really play necessarily into Black Widow's character, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, it and, came it was it was too late of a bombshell to really
0: impact yeah. the film. It, oh, exactly, exactly. And um, you know, it just like you know, we talked about this in the build up to seeing this. You know, like I was really worried the Taskmaster would become a one off villain, and I think that's what they did. I don't th- I don't see yeah. Taskmaster as being as being uh, really exp- like brought forward anymore. Like maybe as like. You know, like like they did with fucking Remy and made him crossbones in and another and another yeah. thing. So like you know, there's a brief fight scene between him and Captain America where he gets his ass kicked. And like, yeah, you know that's it. You know, but like but like Taskmaster is such a cool character and only building in popularity. Yeah, that is partially because of this. Exactly, but it didn't seem like they were giving longevity to the character. Yeah, through what they like had like the plot line of this movie. With you know,
1: him. I think. I I agree with you a bit. I do think they could bring back this version of Taskmaster. Oh, I definitely think they could. I don't know if they will. I think they should, though. Because I think... Uh, you know, it's one of those things where I'm extremely conflicted on the direction they
0: took that character. Mm-hmm.
1: And it has nothing to do with the gender swap. No,
0: no not, it, not at all. Like, not that, at all. that was That was like you know it was Tony, and it was, Tony it was Antonia, with like people cares. being like Loki's fucking bisexual all it's all celebrated it doesn't matter it's like Taskmaster's a fucking woman who gives a shit who gives he's a shit still <laughs> kicking Black Widow's ass Taskmaster like, hey one thing they man nailed. woman whatever it is like, and you, you know, know
1: like Taskmaster I don't really know much about Taskmaster in the comics I've only yeah. dabbled in it a bit yeah but an incredibly intimidating presence on screen
0: Terminator-esque in yeah, this film definitely I do think like certain things like you know like you saw like the full character design going into it. Yeah. But I think the character design was less intimidating in the long scheme of the movie. Yeah. Things like the fact that like, I don't know. it's like, it was just like, it was like really weird things for me. Like, like the fact that like the person, like the taskmaster character used the hood that it had like once. Yeah. And then, and then like the rest of the movie was just like walking around wearing a hoodie. And I was yeah. like, "This is this is a really strange dynamic for a fucking villain, you know, walking it's, around wearing a hoodie all the time." I thought you know, it, it's less intimidating. Yeah, I agree. It's like it's like weird weird stuff like that, and like the I character think, design itself, I didn't really initially like anyway. Yeah, and so it was sort of like. I have I less. Of, I
1: have a it, less of a problem with the character design because I didn't expect them to bring the fucking skull in the
0: mix. Yeah, I mean, like the met, the whole metal skull thing. I mean, like it's a it bit was, much. It, yeah, I didn't like it really that much to begin with, but like it. It was, it's I'm, easier to accept than, than, like, a full, like, realistic skull. Yeah. Of, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, it's still better than fucking, like, uh, Whiplash. Yeah. Well, and
0: well yeah, exactly. It's, it's you know, it, you have, look, as a comic book fan, you have to make compromises. Exactly. You know I mean? Not everything will work well on screen. Exactly. I, think,
1: I think the physical presence was really good.
0: Definitely. definitely. Because, like, especially when it was Taskmaster mena- was, it was, like, menacing.
1: It was menacing. Sure. It was intimidating as fuck. I saw somebody already put in an edit. On YouTube, where it's playing like the Terminator theme that yeah. in dun, the background, dun, 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 dun. and um, <laughs> it sounds fucking cool and it works because it's just like an intimidating presence, yeah. nonetheless. Yeah, added to that intimidation is the fact that it's like Taskmaster is so heavily brainwashed that it doesn't fucking care about killing Natasha at some points. Yeah, like it's yeah, just it's intimidating.
0: Just focused on the mission.
1: We could, I would have loved to see more. See more, and I would have loved that bombshell drop a bit earlier about Taskmaster's identity.
0: Yeah, and that's that's what I think about that bombshell. I think if they would have, if they would have placed it sooner in the movie, it would have had a bigger impact. Exactly. Uh, but it just seemed like it kind of, they kind of like tr- tried to make, they tried to find a, another reason to make you uh, make black widow likable rather than like an assassin. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's I the get,
1: whole thing of like, Oh, there's red in her ledger, you know, yeah, yeah, that yeah. type of shit, which David Harbor's bit about your ledgers must be dripping, mm-hmm. Must be dripping with red. Yeah. <laughs> it was so
0: very funny. You he know, was fucking hilarious. I'll say this, like uh, the, I kind of agree with David Harbour and his sentiments, you know, um, where he was talking about how he didn't necessarily like the idea of having to do like a fake Russian accent yeah. for this role rather than like maybe just speaking Russian. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, you know, it makes sense for the context of the movie, but there's so many different fake Russian accents I know. that it was kind of hard to focus on, on some of that. And like, and it yeah. was sort of laughable at times, like, like Rachel Wise like straight up, like you could hear her English accent cutting through her her fake Russian accent at times, and you are <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're like, You, you tried. I was like, Another criticism <laughs> I have,
1: it feels like you understand why uh, Yelena is with Natasha, mm-hmm. you understand why Red Guardian is with N- Natasha. Mm-hmm. Iron Maiden should have been a bad guy, that yeah. swap happened way too quick in my mind. Almost uh, on yeah. the level of fucking Jacob in Fast
0: and in Fast Nine, like it. It's true though, dude. Like, <laughs> like the entire movie, the the characters in suspect. Yeah. It's like suspect, and then she's for, fucking, like, for like all of five minutes. It's like you're like, oh okay, she's a good guy, and, and then, then she like, starts
1: suffocating a pig.
0: Yeah, and then and then she, you know, you, you the entire time that this this whole like dinner sequence is happening. You get the vibe that she's already like set off an alarm or done something because she goes into like that side of suicide room and yeah. it's like I'm just storing my gun and and, and then, later and later she does say I've already alerted. Yeah, the and Man. then when she finally admits it, you're just like, why can't she just commit to being the villain, like a villain at that point? Because and, you know, yeah, yeah, I don't know. It just, I just it, ta- it didn't seem like a good. I was talking to
1: Kate around. about that, and she's like, it is, like. The movie is going with that angle and sort of referencing human trafficking and the exploitation of young girls and the brainwashing of child well, yeah, of people and the indoctrination that comes with yeah. some just that's, I mean it yeah. would have been it would have made that it would have made the themes more impactful if we saw somebody pass the point of no return that wasn't actively brainwashed. And that's so that's this is something Kate mentioned to yeah. me. And um, she was like, you know, if she had been so gaslighted through her entire life that she had genuinely started to believe in what the Red Room was doing mm-hmm. and she had just become one of their
0: pawns, even... And it would have made it for a sad, uh, sadder character. It would have made I mean? for you a atta- really... You would have attached yourself better.
1: Yeah, it would have made. It would have been incredibly tragic because yeah. you can picture that moment of like assuming she's brainwashed.
0: Yeah, and but instead, she's not. Instead, they do give you like a little bit of that. Uh, just w- a bit where you know, like she like alludes to like being really uncomfortable with this dude, touch like the way he like touches her or something like that. Yeah, not like in like a weird you know like touchy kind of way, but like you know like just like you know like their face and stuff like that, you know, like, uh, I don't know. Uh, But yeah, I mean, that, that is like a, one of the overall prevalent things about this movie in general is that uh, it really like tackles trafficking in a way, you know, like the, 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 what's his name, Dracoff or something like that. Like the main, you know, the person that runs the red room basically picks up stranded like young girls like abandoned you know yeah like and and you know puts them to this training if they live cool if they die they die you know uh and like the entire thing it's like really interesting because you find you know that this character treats these things like objects yeah uh but you really don't really like understand the depth of it until really later in the movie when he's just so callous towards like when he's talking about you know the, the like violence just in like, it you know just different types of things that they put the like you know they, they like the different type of, like uh what am i trying to say it's like that it's like that's that scene where he does like talk about the trainings and he's like yeah he's like you know they live like some lives and come out of it and some the, some the die. other the others they either like you know they either don't make it or we kill you know we kill them because they're weak and, yeah and it's just like fuck dude yeah
1: <laughs> like, you know he was an intimidating villain again
0: i wish i saw more of and i don't know if I, I don't know if he necessarily needed to be more i think i honestly think you didn't even really necessarily need that villain like yeah uh but because because you obviously know somebody some piece of shit's running in the red room yeah um i think it would have been enough to just like to find a way to like theoretically take down the red room but especially because ray winston i think he's like him as a as an actor i think was really wasted in that role yeah uh because it was a really one-dimensional role it's like okay he's just gonna be a guy who yells at women and then eventually and then like does a long monologue him, you know and like well, yeah and it's like the whole, we get we the, get this but the whole
1: pheromone thing that was that was weird that was i weird got that it that, that but didn't. it was like it was like trying too hard definitely for a cool moment
0: definitely it was like it was like okay was how like, do we make it believable like how do we make it like somewhat believable that yep. that that black widow wouldn't just walk in there and start beating the shit out of this guy yeah, you know we what either, I mean? it was like a
1: device to let him <laughs> monologue for a bit and then give us a cool like oh my god natasha broke her own nose yeah
0: yeah that, that was a cool bit though it like, was a you cool know, like, when she's like looking around she's like you know like basically like yeah. you didn't hit me hard enough so, so now i have to fucking break my nose myself i also
1: i want to briefly mention the direction in this mm-hmm. i fucking hated it a lot of times it yeah it it got a bit too jason born for me
0: yeah yeah Well, and that
1: and excluding the last big fight with all the widows gang up on black widow which was pretty cool long takes like a lot of more extended shots a lot of the earlier fight scenes were these fucking like you tell that they set up like four cameras all outside of live side of each other and just did the stunt like three times
0: yeah, and yeah, didn't much. they
1: were able to settle on not getting perfect shots because they had stuff hyper-zoomed in. And you lost the geography of the fight. Mm-hmm. At some points, specifically, the worst offender was the Yelena and uh, Natasha fight. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where I completely lost the geography of the room at some points. Where it's like, oh, now they're on the ground and somehow they fucking have a curtain wrapped around both necks. Like...
0: Yeah, it... it I don't know. It, it definitely wasn't as... Uh, clean-cut as it could have been
1: a lot of and but there are like really good clean-cut mcu fights Mm -hmm. so i'm like where was this was this like a choice because you can like the Bourne films do it well Mm -hmm. where it is meant to show a level of anxiety and sort of a lack of like cleanness to the fight Mm -hmm. where it's just sort of a ruthless do what you can but in this case we've already seen black widow so efficient in the past I don't think you need to go for that anxious style of combat or that type of jittery, yeah. not very clean style thing because that's, I feel like, almost outside of her character.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I yeah, I, I, it kind of, the only reasoning I can think of it as like kind of works is that she's possibly the most human out of all the characters on the Avengers roster and something that they point out often in this film. I can agree with that. Um, And so in that way, maybe it like, it it leans itself into like playing on the, off of that. But I, you know, that's a stretch. Exactly. (laughs) I do. I did like them referencing her being
1: the, the most normal
0: of the group. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, which is, yeah, it was awesome, and it was awesome that they like you know really spent the time to like make sure that the world kno- knew that she wasn't av- that she you know was an Avenger at that point, you know. Yeah. what I mean, because you know, uh, I don't know. I think it, I think it's just like a really good character thing. But. Yeah.
1: So overall, g- uh, a fine film. Definitely, definitely. Made- I really
0: enjoyed it. Like honestly, yeah. I I I, can't, I, I be- just I'm picking it apart for the sake of picking it apart. Exactly. You know what I mean? And there's
1: a, there's a lot to pick apart because of some of the extremely inherent flaws in it part, Mm -hmm. mostly because
0: of the meta commentary, not as much because the film is bad. Well, and I think, you know, there's somewhat, uh, sort of similar things that happen. I mean, wonder woman 84 is fucking garbage, but yeah, but part of the reason why I think it immediately was, was a miss, um, was, you know, something black widow suffers from. that's just because like you've been hyped for so long. Exactly and, I definitely and, you, and you had different expectations for it for you know yeah. year year and a half now and now it's like all right and now i've seen it like I, this is cool <laughs> how do you feel <laughs> you um, I mean?
1: before we move on to loki, yeah, yeah, uh, loki how do you feel about the post credit scene
0: uh, it was it was awesome it was exactly what i thought it was going to happen at some point i didn't yeah. think it was going to happen during the movie but i did remember reading that uh you know, Julia Louis-Dreyfus's character was going to, was supposed Contessa to. Valentina. She was originally, her original cameo was in Black Widow. And yeah. The second one was, you know, in Falcon. Um. I, yeah, it just makes sense. And it, it further kind of, you know, puts you in that direction of, like, maybe they're assembling a, not necessarily a Dark Avengers team, but uh, maybe, you know, a Thunderbolts-type roster. Yeah. Uh, where you might be seeing other characters, like maybe Taskmaster comes back through that. You that's, know?
1: What I, that's what I'm expecting.
0: Um, so she's going after Hawkeye. Yeah, but that was the other thing. It's like that directly looks so like it's going to spill into the Hawkeye series.
1: Florence Pugh has been spot on set of the Hawkeye yeah, series. And that makes sense. And also notably with the Hawkeye series. So James Jeremy Renner is going to be in it. Haley, Haley Seinfeld or whatever the fuck her mm-hmm. name is, is going to be in it. It's like Steifeld or Seinfeld? I can't Something like that. Anyone. Seinfeld. Uh, the, uh, and then Echo <laughs> yeah. is going to be in it. Echo's getting her own series now. Got greenlit. Super random. <laughs> I guess, I guess they did, they greenlit it because the, she did so well on during the
0: series. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, so, I mean, I'm sure it'll be fun. There's just, there's definitely like a million other characters I'd rather yeah. see besides the Echo for some reason. Good for TV. But, uh, sure. Yeah. Good, yeah good, good
1: for a, good for a, uh, it, it, Disney plus project. It might
0: just, it might just end up being one of those other Disney, like those other kind of like projects where it's like, they announce it it'll get developed over time. Exactly. Know? It's probably early. I don't think it's, it's going to be rushed into production. No, but.
1: it's probably something like we knew Captain Marvel 2 was coming right after Captain Marvel. Yeah. But it didn't come out like
0: three yeah. months later. They <laughs> announced Blade way too early for some reason just to get everybody hyped on it just so you know it exists. So I think like, Fantastic Four. that's the same thing that they're doing here, yeah. It's building
1: hype. Yeah, everybody like knew it. that Infinity War was coming like in 2014. Yeah.
0: The, um... It's like but five yeah, years. Yeah, I think that. I mean, I think it's. Uh, it's it was a good post credit scene, and and it, you know, it was interesting to, to. That was kind of one of the big questions I had was whether Florence Pugh was going to, you know, be more involved. Don the mantle. Well, and I don't know. I don't know if she's necessarily going to don the mantle of Black Widow, or if she's going to like you know call herself something else or whatever. But, you know, like it seemed like they were trying to replace. Scarlett Johansson, in some capacity or another, yeah, well, of, like, she we said it another herself, she's We need another action female, uh, and that's you know, they've they found that, yeah. but they've also found like another really good, like, she's like, you know, Florence has a really a good, good actress, comedic timing, herself, uh, amongst like the even like dramatic sequences yeah. she has just really good timing, she has really good, uh, I've read that she's from other people's interviews that she works really well with other people and she brings a lot of energy to sets and stuff so yeah. I bet that also helps
1: you know, you know and I mean like good for Scarlett Johansson for being Black Widow for so long yeah but she never really did it for me acting wise I, I feel mean, like that was always like the weakest part of the character
0: maybe I think I think they didn't give Scar they didn't give Black Widow much until yeah until um culture started pressing pressing it for that in a direction and then in classic big business fashion, they tried to rewrite her character to be more engaging, uh, engaging. Yeah. And, and
1: she was underwritten and yeah. underperformed. And I think if, if
0: you would have given her the chance to make that character breathe, like they gave other people a chance to make that, their characters breathe for as long as they did. Yeah. We well, would have seen, uh, you more. would have seen a, you would have seen better stuff. Probably. But, you're, pro- you're probably but right. Black widow is not, this is the other thing you have to think about. It's like black widow is not a major character. Even in the context of the yeah. Avengers, she is not a major character. She's a side. Player. It was always strange that they included Black Widow and not say like, uh, fucking, Wasp. Who yeah, was well, there? Wasp Who is, was like, supposed to be an Avengers of, of, of Avengers of the Avengers, you know, and stuff like that. And so it's like, you know, it 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 was an accessible character for them to need to plug a female character into the roster back yeah. in the day, and, and then it became a popular character because like they were they were slowly do it letting her do more and more and more yeah and like you know like some of the fight scenes that she ended up like she ended up having like the choreography that she ended up doing as black widow was really fucking cool yeah um including in this movie but you know yeah i just i don't know it's not it's not like how do i say it? it's just not a character that i'm like super invested me, me in either watching grow though yeah you know what i mean
1: if it had like, happened earlier, I probably would have been down. Yeah, like but,
0: I'm, I'm way more interested in She-Hulk uh, than I than I will yeah. ever be in Black Widow. Fresh, <laughs> fresh slate, you know. You know I mean? I'm way more but, interested
1: in Kamala Khan. That doesn't totally. like I, it doesn't make me regret
0: that they made a Black Widow movie. No, no, but not at all. it
1: definitely is something I can take away from it.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm glad they made one. You know exactly. Know what I mean? Like I I think that's a, that was a really fun espionage like uh, backstory to nope. explore, but I don't think like yeah i just i didn't i don't know, think it'll you, have much staying power you didn't need another espionage story you know like okay let's let's go back into our back up back story well <laughs> I,
1: I i don't think um i don't think that these i really f- don't think that they should do these prequel stories about characters that have already been retired no. you know if yeah, yeah, no definitely not so it's like because i heard them talking about that and i was like oh fuck like that's <laughs> Imagine like a Tony Stark prequel. Pre
0: Iron Man. I mean, uh, well, and that's, and that's exactly it. It's like, it just doesn't. It, it cheapens the character. Nobody sometimes. wants to see that. Next thing you know, you're going to start hearing announcements about Hugh Jackman coming back for a prequel Wolverine. Jackman. <laughs> um So, <How>? on, <laughs> on to uh, moving characters back in time. Uh, Loki. Loki. Let's. So. I forgot up until today that Loki actually only had six episodes. Yeah. Fuck, the, man. season. So, so I've only seen five episodes, ep- up to episode five right we're now.
1: We're going to go, I want to go completely non-spoiler on this, and then we could just <clears> fucking <throat> dive into, I knowing what I know, next podcast, we should just talk about Loki. Fair enough. Because yeah, it, next,
0: it probably will be this. It be will Loki.
1: change the game Interesting for the future of the MCU. So I want us to go,
0: you've watched five, I've watched six. Yeah. Non-spoiler thoughts. Go, Jared. Well, for, I mean, you know, for sure, like, uh, episode five was the best episode so far. Yeah. Uh, it was, like, seeing the different types of Lokis was obviously, like, one of the main things you were looking forward to. But, you know, it was just, it, it was just interesting to see, like, the continued world building in this. Yeah. So, it, you know, like you think as you're getting wrapped up in a series that you're, you know, you kind of like, you, you know the world, you yeah. have like the parameters and you you coming towards the conclusion. But this, like, honestly, that's, that episode like really just like stepped up uh, what you didn't know about the MCU, basically. You know, like, yeah. like you find out that the characters that get, you know, erased from the timeline just get shifted to like the this point near the end of time, and where there's this giant like anti like this giant matter eating cloud that like yeah, you know from lost <laughs> all the author whatever his name is and like Elias Elias
1: <laughs> <Ollie-off. laughs> all the author
0: <laughs> like but you know like and and it's a really interesting concept just that alone and then you know you introduce like the different Lokis. classic Loki was obviously my favorite um oh fuck yeah you know just cuz he was I so badass Loki, dude. man just like like near the end of that episode when he was like pulling off his fucking enchantments or whatever and
1: he created just,
0: like, asgard dude it was so dope though it was and, badass and, and you know and, like him young right before like the end there you know laughing and crying was like, glorious purpose it was <laughs> like, awesome and like it was just cool it was a cool moment because you're like damn dude like so for whatever that dude's journey is like he found his 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 moment you know his exactly. purpose right there It was
1: one man. episode but richard E. grant
0: sold it oh sold it and then they ended up doing because of that episode they ended up releasing all these character posters because they are all so popular uh but you you know that episode you finally saw president loki uh which yeah, was for, like a character you, you saw dropped in like the trailers early on i didn't realize it was gonna not be our loki very brief loki yeah uh, god's like, hand bit
1: off by alligator
0: loki yeah, dude, that was funny uh but yeah i mean overall really great episode uh chris hemsworth apparently voice Throg. For fro- for throg. Thro- throg. yeah yeah th- Throg. uh you know yeah and, and you see the thanos copter yeah I did. I did did you see
1: the head of the living tribunal oh
0: my god no, i missed that though dude it's there that's fucking wild uh that and that's why i i went before i watched it i read that they were like trying to they try to jam all these like kind of cool nods and do you know stuff like that.
1: that avengers tower and wasn't avengers tower
0: I, it looked like it had the name of one of Kang the congress like yeah like subsidies or something like that, that yeah you know, which Fucking which nuts. again like, sort of leads you to believe that like there is going to be some connection between Ant-Man 3 and what happened in those series.
1: So without spoiling anything, yeah, I'll yeah. give my take yeah, on the uh, whole series on
0: episode on episode 6 in this, this
1: series. series changes the game and will dramatically shift what we expect for the future of the MCU. And it is a surprisingly understated finale mm. that works. And it fucking exercises and uses that awesome writing that we've seen through the series. Yeah. And it doesn't, it is not a loud finale. It is a smart one. Okay. And it makes the series, it's the best. So WandaVision was good, but it sort of fizzled out in the end with a very mediocre stumble over the finish line. Falcon the Winter Soldier had good moments, but was definitely the weakest mm. of the three series so far. For sure. Uh, Loki fucking sticks the landing and sets up so much shit without without having to have overt mentions of characters like Doctor Strange Mm -hmm. or without having to plug large teasers in. Hmm. It just sets the stage for the future in a way that blew my fucking mind and had my jaw on the floor.
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to watching it, man. Jesus. And it definitely uh, gives me—it's one of—it's the
1: strongest show so far, and it, in my opinion, when you're comparing it to the movies, gets up there in like the high MCU, like productions. Yeah, yeah. Like the higher, the higher regarded stuff. Dang. Yeah, and it it, it ended in such a way that it like the the finale always will sort of shape how you feel about something. Yeah. Wandavision's finale sort of sucked and the show suffered for it even if the rest of it was really good yeah, yeah because loki definitely. was pretty good all the way through at worst mm. it made it and having a really good finale has like cemented in my mind that like oh this shit's really good
0: fair mm-hmm. enough well and they greenlit green lit up for season two which is yes. also yes and you will
1: note. know what the fuck is happening in season two by the end of it be uh it's fucking nuts man interesting it's man. it is a like an earth-shattering revelation huh
0: what the fuck dude? Now i know I really so watch it, man.
1: but this is we were talking about this before recording yeah, yeah. we're gonna do a matinee edition post-credits where yeah. jared's gonna watch it tonight and then hop on and quickly give his some thoughts give my give my hot take right afterwards go full spoiler on it man i probably yeah i probably honestly and have to just just like a few minutes because then we'll
0: we can milk a podcast next week with just that fair enough man all right. Well, then I say we leave it there, man. Let's uh, yeah. You know, let's uh, leave them hanging. Leave them. Leave the hot dogs with something to expect.
1: Stay till the end of the baseline, fellas. <laughs>
0: There'll be a post-credits scene today. Yeah. There you go. All right. Yeah. Shit, man. I'm looking forward to watching that. Like, I, I'm, I'm just in general, I'm looking forward to what the MCU's future is. You know, like there's always, always, they're always building at this point now, and it's like we're getting right into this moment where there's like all these characters about to be brought forth, you know, She-Hulk, Moon Knight, fucking. Kamala uh, Khan. Kamala Khan. You know, we got like, we're really. America Chavez. We're really starting to dig into like, like magical aspects of this, as well as like, you know, uh, different scientific aspects of the MCU. And, and I don't know, man, it's just, it's, it's really at this fun point and it just reminds me so much of comics where it's just like, you know, they push you and push you and push you to keep believing more. Yeah. And then next thing, you know, you're just like, you're just like, fuck, dude. Like I'm in, like, I'm just yeah. like, what's next? You know? And like, you know, it's, it's, it's really, it's fun, man. It's and really surprisingly,
1: fun. the MCU has managed to not cheapen the more lower stakes mm-hmm. in the grand scheme of things, Yeah.
0: like stories, like Falcon, the Winter Soldier, well, exactly. like Black Widow. Exactly. They've they're still, they're still, uh, very much valued. You exactly. know what I mean? Like they're not just like these like throwaway projects they yeah. are they're like they are entertaining and they push in their own ways but they're also like i don't know dude, it's just the mcu man they're just always building like i said like yeah and, and like with every piece of work it's another building block to the next you know what i mean and that's yeah. what's so fucking cool about it Ooh,
1: there's one thing i can say and this isn't i guess it might if it is a spoiler by excluding a character but, then it counts it's not Kang Fair enough. so but that, that that'll get you thinking staring off uh, does, does emoting on an, audio, on an audio platform so <laughs> I mean I'm intrigued to see I want you to yeah you're gonna do that make sure you text me tonight I'll because check, I will I'll text you then. because we'll be able to go back and forth
0: just like what the fuck be weird, man. yeah alright well we'll wrap it up here then hot dog 78 for you come back for 79 cuz you know we're going to have so much more to talk about, about especially about Loki. stay till the end of the credits for the post credits scene exactly man all right well uh, i think that's just about it for me <laughs> <I'm gonna die. laughs> Uh, so I just finished watching the season finale of Loki, and holy shit! Oh my god, there was so much epicness in this last episode. I don't want to give any spoilers, cause we're gonna do that on the next episode. But holy shit, Jonathan Majors brought it. Uh, I was not expecting not the not King the Conqueror. Uh, <laughs> And I just wasn't expecting it to be as big of an ending as it was. Holy shit. Definitely go finish watching that series if you haven't already. And tune back into the next episode of Matinee Edition because we are going to break that shit down.